You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about knowing God intimately. When you know God intimately, you you know His character. You know how to recognize things that you think might be His leading. You know that it fits the way that He does things. You know that it's in keeping with things that He's done in Scripture. You can't really know God intimately till you familiarize yourself with Scripture because that's the language of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's going to talk to you with Scripture. He will call Scripture back to your remembrance. He will show you things from Scripture. So if you don't have a love for the Word, you're never going to be able to hear the Holy Spirit. Most dangerous thing a Spirit-led believer can do, the most dangerous, is to try to be led by the Holy Spirit without first having an appreciation for the Word. It's deadly. And I've seen more people wreck and ruin their lives claiming that God told them to do something when in fact He did not because they did not follow the principle of Scripture. Simple study of the Word would have kept them from going off the deep end the way that they did. Psalm 37, 23, one of my favorite verses in all the Bible, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. Have you ever thought about how high you can go with steps? One of my favorite places to go is a little place in Colorado in a canyon called Seven Falls. I, I loved it because of the magic in the air, the seven waterfalls that are there, the enchanted atmosphere that's there. It's a tourist trap. I get it. I know that. But I remember going there as a kid, and, and that's why it's still something I'm very fond of doing. You can go a long way up into the mountain. It's amazing how far up you can go. They have steps that go all the way up. But, you know, you can get there to the top because you're willing to take steps. Steps are not limiting. Steps are empowering. A lot of people think that in order to get something from God, you've got to take a great leap. And that's not so. You can gain amazing ground just by being willing to take steps. So God's plans always come in steps, stages, and phases. God leads like that. Now in 1977, I was in the middle of working on a curriculum for the children of our church. I wrote Sunday school lessons for the Sunday school hour for the elementary and preschool kids in our church. The Holy Spirit told me to publish this curriculum that summer when I was at a camp meeting here in Tulsa, 1977. Heard it clear as a bell. I want you to publish that curriculum. So I had to take a step. Now, here it is. This is found in Luke 14, 28. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost whether he has enough to finish it. Lest, after he's laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build or was not able to finish. All right? 
I first counted the cost, so I met with a publisher. There was a publisher who was going to be in my area in about two weeks. I called ahead of time, asked if I could take him to lunch on a particular day. On that day, I took him to lunch, and I laid out my dream before him. He and I sat down and talked, and I found out what it would cost to publish my curriculum, $20,000. Now, my salary for 1977, $10,000. This is two times my annual salary. I don't have $20,000. I don't know where I'm going to get $20,000, but I know that I can trust God, that somehow God will lead me to where I need to be to get that money. Well, when I went home and started working on this curriculum and going through it and finalizing it and getting everything ready, I began to worry about the money. And the Lord asked me a question. He said, why are you thinking about the money now? Are you ready to go to press? I mean, if the publisher said, bring your stuff next week, we, we, we've got a donor. We've got someone who wants to pay this. Are you ready to go to press? And I had to answer the Lord, no. Then he said, you've got the cart before the horse. Don't think about the money until you have to have the money. You don't have to have the money now. You stay focused on what you've got to do. So I had literally one more year of work to get that curriculum ready and to get it to the publisher to actually have it printed. So I was focused on something I didn't need to focus on. You can stew over things well before their time. And what you have to learn to do is ask yourself, what is my step? When I have a leading from the Lord to do something, my first thought is always, what is my step? Not what is the end result, not how are we going to do it all. I don't think about that. Because I've found over the years that it never happens exactly the way that you imagine it. It always happens in a little different way. I had no idea how God was going to get me that money. You know what I thought of? I thought God was going to give me some donations from, from very wealthy people. And it didn't happen. That never happened. I worked on that curriculum for about six, eight months, and then we moved. We moved here to Tulsa. When I got to Tulsa, I got with the publisher, and I found more about what we were supposed to do. The bill went to $50,000, not twenty. But I still thought, God is going to take care of me. Now, I ran this project by people, by big churches that had a lot of money to see if they wanted to invest in it. Everybody turned me down. You know what I did? I got mad. I got mad at those people. I didn't say anything to them, but I was resentful of them, thinking they're keeping me from the blessing of God. These people should be helping me, and they're not. And the Lord had to get a hold of me and had to teach me something. And what he taught me was this. I don't put your steering wheel, nor do I put your gas pedal in someone else's hands. If I have called you to do something, I will not put you at anyone else's mercy. Now somebody says, Pastor Willie, where do you get that in Scripture? Simple. God said to Joshua in chapter 1, He said, there will be no man who will be able to stand before you. That means no man can stop you all the day of your life. God never calls you to do something that another man can stop you from doing. He doesn't do that. 
God called people all through the Bible to do things that had enemies. He called his servants to do things where there were obstacles. People were set against them. But as long as they followed God and took the steps that were set before them, every one of them finished. Now, when I got to Tulsa, I was invited to teach a course on children's ministry in a Bible school. So I had to sit down and develop this course. I developed a 12-week course on teaching kids. And I took what I knew about teaching kids in church and how to develop a great kids ministry in a church. And I taught that at a Bible college level. When I did that, I realized that I had a product. I realized that I could take my 12 weeks of 30-minute lessons, put them together in six cassette tapes that lasted an hour, and I could sell those tapes to people who might be interested. And boy, they were out there. I sold enough of those tapes to pay for everything that we needed to do in the development of that curriculum up to the point of printing. I paid for the typesetting. I paid for the artwork. I paid for the color separations. We were able to pay for all of that. Finally, when it came down to actually printing the curriculum, the only thing left was the printer, and the printer agreed to give us 90 days. He would allow us to pay him one-third and 30, two-thirds and 60, and the whole bill in 90. And so we sent out brochures and we advertised that our curriculum was ready. And I timed it so that we would mail the curriculum when the first books rolled off the press. And that's how it happened. Now, to the credit of that printer, he was patient with me because I didn't meet the 90-day deadline. I got it paid for. Uh, it took us a little longer than we thought. But we did get it done. And at the end of the day, what I found was this that the $50,000 that I needed came in, but not from one person. It came in stages. It came from a number of different people. And boy, was I blessed. I learned something about how to follow God and how to see His provision one step at a time. And it was all within my grasp. In other words, there wasn't anything that I did that was not in my ability to do. God will do you the same way. God won't lead you to go after something that you don't have the ability to do. You may not have all of the ability you need right now. You will grow during this process. You will have capabilities at the end that you don't have right now. But in the beginning, you won't have everything you need. But you do have something. You will always have the seed. You start with the seed, God will see to it that you get what you need. It's all the time we have for this, but we'll pick up here later. I hope you'll join me in the next lesson. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program.
We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.